officially welcome to the tip for tat podcast i'm carolyn one of your hosts and g moore the tat and the tip for tat that's my partner in crime carolyn she's the tip and i'm the tat and this is the place where we bring the spice but we always keep it nice what's the nice topic sweet Tonight's topic, what does marriage mean to you? I'm really looking forward to this because I just have so many different ideas of what I thought marriage was when I was younger growing up compared to what I understand it to be now or what I want. I would even say what I want for my own marriage. So I think that's pretty interesting. But before we get into that, let's talk about the poll that I put out earlier this week, summing marriage up in one word. So I've had a poll on my uh, story talking about if you had to sum up what marriage means to you in one word, what word would it be? And so majority people answered, or the most answers said partnership. I got, yeah, I got partnership. Yeah, that was number partnership. One. And then number two was commitment. Yes. Yeah. Two great answers. Two great answers. Which one? If you had to pick one, which one do you pick and why? I would have to do 50-50 for both, right? Because you're committing to the to the partnership. No, no, not tolerance. No, not tolerance. If you have to tolerate somebody, that might not be the ideal person you want to be with. We can just go keep so, it moving right this, along. Hey, hey this people can I see it on this is about to be a real funny show off the top. First this of is all, about to safe space and people can type what they want to type, okay? Yes, this is a safe space. You can write any sort of ridiculous that you want that you want. But to answer the question. Commitment and partnership, I think, go hand in hand. It's 50-50 because you're committing to being a partner. And I think we'll dive into what that really means later. I can, I would love to tell people what it ain't. And it ain't that Disney movie that we all look at, especially you ladies look at when you're younger, Cinderella and all those Disney movies and how Disney creates this whole persona what a relationship and marriage is going to be. You can flush that down the toilet. Ain't going to be no glass slipper. That's sad. Is it? It's very sad. They sold us too much of a dream. We want the damn fairy tale. It's not our fault. They sold it to us. I'm just saying. And y'all bought it hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, well, we were kids, okay? So don't try to put it on us. We didn't know no better. Uh, Oh, you over there. I I, I play Disney. I do. Disney has a big role in it. But what would you... Back to what you were saying. Well, I'm just saying what it ain't. But what it is... It's a whole lot of commitment. It's a whole lot of partnership. It's a whole lot of give and take. It's a whole lot of what's the C word uh, that I'm looking for. You have to be able to put some of what you want aside to maybe please the other person. What word is that? Compromise. Compromise. Thank, thank you. Jesus. Thank you. Thank Erica. you, Erica. <laughs> Compromise. It's a whole lot of that. It's a whole lot of, hey, you know, let's want this Mercedes Benz. We, you know, we got three kids. We really need a van. All right. We got to go with this van. Yeah. I want to go to the chat because I want to ask the people in the chat. If you had to sum up marriage in one word, what would it be and why? Because I never, I did the poll, but I didn't really think about it for myself. So today when I was thinking about it, I was like, for me, I think it would be alignment. Because I feel like we got to get on the same page like that to me i want a marriage where we are constantly focusing on being on the same page i know we're not always going to be on the same page but then we have to work to get back on the same page eric said work marriage is work i would agree with that i mean relationships romantic relationships are work period yes marriage is work but my whole thing is if you're not on the same page as far as 
wanting to put in the work, then it's not going to work. So for me, marriage is aligned. I want to make sure that I'm aligned with someone. Alignment how? Elaborate on it. Alignment, we want the same things. We want to live the same type of lifestyle. We have similar goals. Alignment, like being able to just be honest. I want somebody that's a lot like me. That's what I want. I know we talked about that on our opposite show. We want someone that's opposite or, or more like us. I feel like I just need someone more like me. I think if I had a male version of me, we would be super lit. That's what I need. So that is a lot of different things, but we would be aligned on the things that we want. And so I think the marriage would be a really good one because we're aligned. Are you talking so I'm gonna press you some more. Are you, and, and folks in the chat, please put in the chat what you think marriage is. What, in, press, one word. One word. While I press out my partner here. So do you mean alignment in the foods that you like? Or do you mean alignment in goals? Do you mean alignment in values? Do you mean alignment in how many children you want? Do you mean alignment in where you want to live? Do you want to be in alignment in let, let's let's give give me some details. Give me some yeah, all all of those things. All of those things. We have to be similar with all of those things. We don't have to be like the same, obviously, but like very if you like to eat pizza and I don't like to eat pizza, that's not something that's relevant. This is just what we eat. Like that it's not that deep. But like you said, alignment in far as far as like how many children we want, our alignment in as far as our goals and things of that nature that are really important. Our values, yeah, we gotta be in alignment with those things. Okay. Dante Trackmaster D Trackmaster said teamwork. I yes. like him already because he came in here heard the instructions and did what he was asked to do. The, the teacher in me is like, let me give a shout out to him real yeah. quick. Yeah, shout out. Well, you know, he's a Turk. So, you know, Turks, we do, you oh, know. Gosh. If you, as you join the chat, please enter in what you think in one word marriage is. We're going we're gonna to see what type of answers we get. And as I press out the young lady, Carolyn here, just for background, I'm married and divorced. Carolyn's never been married before. Yes. So um, you're going to get two different perspectives, I think, for the most part. Darryl's, DJ G. Daryl said marriage is a covenant. One word, covenant. Awesome. That's a great word. Yeah, I like that word. Uh, is it important, Carolyn, to have religion or spirit or be spiritual within the marriage? Because when you go and get married, you are actually committing to your partner in front of God, to God. It's very important. I'm a Christian. I would like a Christian man. Simple. So you would marry a Muslim? No. Would you marry a Catholic? No. I wouldn't marry. I want a Christian man because then we're going to be in a, in a lobby, which is my whole point. I want a man that we are on the same page. There are plenty okay. of Christian men out here. And, it, and that's no diss to anybody else's religion or anything like that. Right, that's right. just, I want someone that's in alignment with me. I am a Christian. I want a Christian man. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we got teamwork. We got covenant. We got well. We got compromise. It's a lot of compromise. Commitment. Yeah. We got we got partnership. Yeah. Let's dig into that a little bit. Partnership, because I think that's important also. How? Because what define guys, partnership first? Part, how are you gonna ask somebody that played sports to define partnership? Like I don't know what partnership is. Some partnership. We need to know. Everybody, <laughs> everybody may have a different definition of partnership. You are my partner. We are working together towards the same type of goals. Okay. 
Okay. You know what I'm saying? You have your, you have what you're bringing, have my role, what I'm bringing, and we're going to put that together and then knock these goals out. Like, simple. Okay, okay. All right, so listen. So in this partnership, is there room for individualism? Of course. Of course, there has to be You got to be free to do you. That's whenever I was thinking about this, that was another word that came to mind. One word that summed up, summed up marriage for me. And I thought about freedom. And a lot of people might be like, freedom? No, when you're married, you, you don't have freedom. No, when you're married, you do have freedom because I want to be in a relationship where I can be me freely. And that person loves me for that and vice versa. That's to me, again, that's what I want. To me, marriage is freedom. If I'm in a marriage and I can't be me, I can't do what Carolyn likes to do, I'm not going to be a happy person. I'm not going to be in that marriage. Million dollar question. Anybody that's been married or in a long-term relationship, if you have insight to this question, do you think after marriage, people change? And if so, for the good or the bad, and how does it affect the marriage? Why don't you start us off while they put it in the chat? Answer I, your own question. because I think... I think folks do change, and I think it's expected. I think change is inevitable in a marriage. I think what really you have to pay attention to is if you're changing and going in the right direction together. The changes are positive in a manner where it, it positively affects your partner and vice versa. I'm going to get a little spicy here, and we'll go to the comments in a minute, but I'm going to get a little spicy, and this is something that, a lot of men hear from a lot of other men who've been married and go through where a guy will get married and he was getting a ton of sex before marriage, before the, before, before the ring was on and, you know, they went down an aisle and then all of a sudden it's crickets. So they got to negotiate for the sex. The sex life goes down the toilet for whatever reason, but that is a change. I, I bought into this, which is an important part of our relationship this sexual pattern or, or whatever, or, or plate palette that I was getting. And then all of a sudden I'm not getting no pancakes, no syrup. No, I'm not getting nothing anymore. And mm -hmm. so that's a change. And that is negatively affecting me because I signed up for something and now I'm not getting that. I understand that. But I think that, I mean, I've never been married, but I imagine if I were married, because to me it would be no different as I was in a relationship. If, I'm withdrawn from the sex, then there's a, some type of emotional disconnect. This is just my opinion. And if that's the case, then as the man and the leader, if you're picking up on it, you're not getting what you want out of it, then you should know that there's an emotional disconnect somewhere. And if you don't know where it's coming from, because you're fine, you're just wondering what I'm going through, that I'm not giving up no sex, then why wouldn't you take the lead on that and say, hey, I noticed that you do this, you're not doing anymore. That's I miss when you do this. What's going that's on? That's interesting you say that. If if you're the one that's stopping it or slowing it down or the one that changed, why should I take the lead on addressing? Good question. Well, I think because you you need to recognize that something's going wrong. I'm trying to get your attention because I'm withdrawing the sex. That's the best way to get your attention. But you're, so the, the irony is, is that you want me to communicate to you that something is wrong but you won't communicate to me that something is wrong but the way you're communicating is doing something to get my attention yes yes that yes <laughs> we we definitely have a double standard here and a breakdown in communication that's just me like i've said if i were in that situation that's what i would think that she would be doing it for 
It's like I, if I you get why. Yeah. The why there's always going to be a why, right? There's always a why. The interesting part, and usually where we where it goes left, is the the ability to communicate that why. If I'm the one that caused the change or I'm feeling a certain way and I don't want to do something anymore, I should be the one to go to this person and be like, listen, I don't want to do this anymore because blank. And they probably did. You just probably didn't listen. So now I got to get your attention by withdrawing the sex. It probably, they probably already tried to talk to you about it on several, like, cause think about it. When you get frustrated and fed up with something, it's because I've already addressed this on multiple occasions and things have not changed. So now me telling you, it's just like my students. Now me telling you is not gonna work. Now I gotta get your attention. So, and I get that. And I and I agree that that could be the case. Mm -hmm. But said like you haven't said anything yet. Because there are cases where men, or marriages really just, it, the sex changes and, and nobody, neither party really knows why. Because in a, the interesting part about a marriage is you get thrown into a routine and sex really, starts to go left when you have kids there are studies that have been shown that i think like 40 percent, 50 percent of marriages after they have kids sex changes is decreased it's a wild stat that's interesting why like, we know it's happening and for a man it's like all right i was getting this now i'm not and i don't know why because and there are times maybe and like you said there's gonna be times where you may have said something or dropped hints and i wasn't paying attention or didn't get it men were not that smart I told you we're, we're not that. Y'all keep thinking we're smart creatures. We're not. We don't think that. Okay. <laughs> creatures, and um, we're not picking up I'm hints. I'm speaking for myself on this show. Let's, let me just put that out there. If you know we're not picking up things, why not directly communicate? I don't speak for all women, okay? Just me. I'm just like this. I'm Sorry, guys. Like, you, when, when, like, it's important to communicate. And, then, and I think communication across the board is a word that hasn't been said. And I was waiting for somebody to say it. Yeah. And I, and it did come up. I think that's I think that's telling that nobody said communicate. Someone just said communicate is the issue, but yeah. nobody said that to define a marriage. Oh, okay, the one word. No, no one, no one that responded said communicate. Do you, do you think that's? But again, the question was worded as what what's one word what marriage means to you. So it's not that people might not think. I mean, obviously, communication is very important. But if you have to sum up marriage in one word, is communication the most important thing? Do you I think that say, it is? So if you were answering it, you would say communicate. I would say it, it'd, be, it'd be 1A or 1B on my list. Okay. So pretty important. Yeah, it's pretty damn important. It ranks right up there next to oxygen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, it's pretty important because if you can't communicate, then that's a problem. Trackmaster said all the counseling that folks go through to try to save a marriage should be done on the front end. A lot of folks get married based on fairy tales or an ideal. It ain't what it looks like. Okay, so let's talk, let's get into that right quick, right? There's a couple of ways to go about this counseling thing. There's pre-marriage counseling, right? And usually counseling is something that you have to literally decide, hey, we need to do this. You know, in the black community we we all think counseling and therapy is for crazy mm -hmm. it's now just starting to become cool to get therapy or go to counseling so how do we decide that we need to go to counseling how do we decide that? are you asking the married people or i'm asking is this you and the married oh. people how do we go about how does that conversation go how do, how do we decide that because understand something when you go to therapy 
when you go to counseling, you are opening yourself up to be very, very vulnerable. But I think that's so, important. This is the person that you, if you guys are at this, are you talking about before marriage? I just want to be clear. Are you talking about after marriage? Well, Trackmaster said it should be done a lot of, I'm speaking based on the comment that a lot of it should be done on the back end. And, and I'm going for that point off the break right now. To be, I'm going to be truthful, and this is something we can discuss, but I'm going to be straight up honest. Counseling can, should happen at the beginning, during, and all through the marriage. Mm -hmm. that's me. I think, you know, for the beginning, I think it's important. If this is someone you know you're going to be with, then, yeah, it's okay. You should go to counseling and be in that vulnerable space with that person. And you shouldn't be afraid to do that because this is the person that you're about to spend the rest of your life with. So if you're uncomfortable going into a room and opening up yourself, then that's a problem. You need to be able to be free with who you're marrying. You're together forever. Like, I don't understand. Have you been in a relationship where you've opened yourself up all the way? Yeah. Without there? One time? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Yep. Uh, it, was, it, it was extremely free. It was a very ecstatically happy relationship because it, I was free. And he was free. And we didn't have no issues at all until we had one. Okay. So scenario. You are in love with a guy. This guy is everything. Mm -hmm. And the sex is pretty good. It could be better, right? But it's good enough, right? At some point in the marriage, in this relationship, it gets, the sex gets boring or you start maybe not getting what you need in whatever form or fashion. I won't go into detail, but whatever form or fashion. Maybe he's not giving you enough aid. Maybe it's not, it, it seems, but like for whatever reason, right? Okay. How do you address that? Like, maybe, why would you go to this man and say, hey, you know, you're not lighten up my life like it used to be. That's a good question. I would first think about what I want, like what, I gotta know what I want to be bringing that to him. So you I want about, good sex. Okay, you want, well, you want sex. Of, right, so what's going to be good, what I think is good sex? What's gonna be, what do I expect when I go to him and I say, you're not doing what you used to do or whatever, or I'm bored with the sex or whatever the situation may be, like, I think we should do this. I want to try this. Okay. And I and I respond. Say like it's me. I respond. I don't do that. I don't like that. I don't suck toe. Sorry. I'm going to give you options, and then you're going to choose the one that best fits your liking, and then we'll be good. But hold on. Why you do you options. think? Are you telling me that what we're doing is not good enough right now? It could be better. Well, Just be honest. It could. The sets could be better. Well, how could? It be better. If you did more of this or less of that, or if we tried this, I don't know. It depends on what it is that you're into. I didn't have to do that before. Why am I, why do I have to start doing something different now? I'm bored with the old shit that we was doing. Let's do something different. You, you're what now? What you say? Bored. So, with you're bored with, so you're bored <laughs> with sex with me. <laughs> I'm bored with what we're doing. I would like to try new things. What we're doing is having sex, and you're saying it's boring. That's what we you're saying. We need to be then. having sex in other places besides where we're having sex right now. So you you want to have sex in other places, like in public? No, I meant like tropical places. Oh, so you want to go on a trip. In order for us to have good sex, we have to go on a trip. That would be one way. But I didn't have to do that before. Yes, you did. If we got married, you was definitely doing that shit if you married. No, no, no. <laughs> I know, hold on, go, 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 go with the scenario. Go with the scenario. Go with the scenario. I'm just saying, you said if this was you, 
So every time we, so so right now you're saying any man that has sex with you, it's only going to happen. We go on a trip. No, that's not what I'm saying. So okay, that's what I'm saying. So I didn't have to take you on a trip every time we had sex. Why do I have to do that now? You don't have to do it now. But if I want to go on a trip because I think that's going to turn me on, then we should go on a trip. So you're not turned. So you're not turned on anymore by me. No, I don't like what. I'm only giving you. I'm just listen, this is a real conversation. Do you see how you're getting frustrated? Yeah. Right. And, and listen, I'm going, and I'm actually going easy on this. Because I, this sort of conversation can go left really quickly because think about it for a yeah. second. We're talking about the most intimate act two people can do in a marriage. And you're telling me I'm not pleasing you and it's boring. And now you're also telling me in order for it to be good again, we have to go on a trip. So not only do I need to figure out how to do it better, but I got to pay to get, to do it better, to get it better. I don't understand. <laughs> what's difficult about that? Well, what's difficult about that is a number, a number of different things. Okay, what? And you're, you're, it's like the, it's, you're giving me new requirements to please you, right? I didn't have to do that before. You, the old ones are no longer working. That's like just like anything. I, I hear, I hear you, but understand what understand my mindset. I did A, B, C, D to get to get here, and you were loving it. There was nothing wrong with it before. Now you're telling me A, B, C, D doesn't work anymore. Yeah, and and you're telling me now that not only does it not work, I need to do. E-F-G-H and pay to do it. If that's what it takes. That's between you and your partner. Right. But right. But I, under, but under, put yourself in my shoes now. Put yourself in other person's shoes. I'm re receiving this information. At no point did you say, hey, maybe I can do this a little better. Maybe it's kind of like me going to you telling you that you're fat and you need to lose weight. And then I'm not and, and in no way am I taking accountability for getting you fat, maybe I'm, I'm cooking every day, or, or even maybe saying, you know what, we're both getting overweight, let's do, let's figure out something together to get us both in a better place. Mm -hmm. Even though I may be in great shape, but I'm going to take some accountability so that it's not all, it's not on you totally. Okay, so that's that communication piece. That's right. fine, I'm not saying that you shouldn't. Like, how, you can present it to your partner however you should know how to communicate with your partner. Some people may need to do that. And I'm, Some people may not. You know, at minimum, 50% of marriages fail because of communication. I because of the failure, because you think you know how to talk to your partner. We think we're good communicators and we're terrible. Just because you say what's on your mind, that doesn't mean you're a good communicator. Just because you think you're clear, that doesn't make you a good communicator. And to your point, which we're saying about you should know how your partner receives things. When does that conversation actually happen? It should happen before you get married. So let me ask you something. <laughs> like, let, me, let me ask you something. Do you think it's common sense? And everybody in the chat who's on listening right now, how many times have you entered in just in a regular relationship and talked to your partner about how you receive information or, or criticism, this like or, or anything like that? How many times have you actually had that deliberate conversation with your partner? As far as criticism, you said, like... Just, in the, just the conversation we just had, how many times have you deliberately, at the beginning of any sort of relationship, said, hey, 
this is how I take in communication or, or criticism or any sort of information that I think may not be or make me feel a certain way, right? I may need you to do the sandwich approach where you say something good, something bad, and then something good. When do we have that conversation? Because I promise you, dollars to donuts, 90% of people on this chat and you and I do not have never had a conversation in the beginning of a relationship where we sat down and deliberately told our partner, hey, this is how I would like to receive information. Mm -hmm. and, and to your point, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with that. Right. But I don't think that is necessary. In you can do it other ways. Like, for example, as you're growing and learning each other in the relationship, someone does something that they that you didn't like. You communicate that. Now, maybe y'all had an argument about it or whatever the case may be. And then you talked, and now you know. That's one thing that you've learned. I don't like when you... Like, for example, I don't like to be ignored, right? So mm -hmm. if someone's dating me, they may not know that. I may not tell them up front. I do tell people that up front. But if they ignore me, then I'm going to say, I don't like to be ignored. Do anything, but don't ignore me because I hate that. So now they know, don't to ignore me. They're, they are learning as they go. Hold on, no. Communicate I, with and, and like Daryl said, we're only learning about how to communicate in an intense usually argumentative moment. Now, in my, probably in any sort of heated argument, right, we're communicating to be heard, right? Usually in an argument, we're communicating because we're trying to get our point across, right? Mm -hmm. I'm really listening to you about what you want at this point when I'm really trying to get my point across about the issue we're arguing about. Probably. What I'm saying is that I'm not saying you're wrong. It's not a bad time to learn how somebody communicate during or after an argument, but it ain't the best time either. Yeah, I'm not necessarily saying it's the best time. I just think there are opportunities throughout the relationship where you learn that, like naturally. I don't, I know a lot of people probably don't say that up front, and maybe they should, but I also think that as you grow in your relationship, you learn those things naturally. And I do agree that you should not get married without knowing how they communicate and right. how they like to receive information. So if you're thinking about marrying this person, then you should know that information for sure. And you I, shouldn't go into the marriage if you don't. And I, I think that's something that we don't do because we assume that we're going to learn as we go along. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So you're you see what I'm saying? for or have the conversation up front. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. We assume, I mean, because it's quite possible that we may communicate. As, the first six months of any relationship is the honeymoon. I, everything that you do and I do is going to be, oh, that's, you know, oh, that's nice. Oh, okay. You know, it's like you get a pass if you really like the person, right? You're in la-la land. Like, uh, that's why they call it the honeymoon phase, right? So it doesn't, you don't really get into the grind of a relationship. It's when you really start understanding how this person operates. And then we're just now, we're not sometimes being more intentional, we're doing more watching than being more deliberate about communicating about communicating, if that makes any sense. Mm, no, it doesn't. That so what I'm saying is that instead of sometimes waiting and watching, why not start having those hard conversations off top? That's fair. I don't disagree with you. Right. At all. And, 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 but a lot of folks, we, but we avoid those because they're tough conversations. Mm -hmm. right? that, like, because we're I'm, I like this, but I don't want to run them off, right? I don't want to do so, do or say something 
Listen, there's many times where I, I talk to women all the time. I really like this guy. I don't want to run him off by telling him who I really am. Yeah. I'm saying like exactly Adrian we walk on eggshells at the beginning I get that but at the same time you don't want to get into a marriage not being able to be who you really are because that is going to the marriage is not going to be a happy one if you do that so you can't be hiding who you really are you got to be you and you but what if you just want to be married? too old to be what are we running from everybody got a past everybody done, done some dumb stuff what we are too old to be playing our age and this demographic of listeners and people who tune in are 30 to 45. So it's like, we're a little bit too old to be doing all of that. Are we? Because I'm going to challenge you in another way, since we're talking about marriage. Now, society says, hey, school, you go to college, you find a partner, you get married, you have two kids, 2.3 kids, dog and a white picket fence, you buy a house. That's the American dream. That's what you're supposed to do, right? So a lot of us, men and women, are out here getting married because that's what you're supposed to do. Agree. Right. So if that's the goal, I may fake it till I get what I want. And what I mean by fake it is, I'm going to keep that rep up. I'm not going to rock the boat. I got this ideal partner in front of me. She's she's tall. She's fine. She has a great job. She fucks me the way I want to be. She cooks. She cleans. Man, I ain't let her go. And, and she and she can have kids. Oh no, sir. I'm, I'm keeping this one. This a keeper. So now, what? Oh, you think I'm gonna mess that up? You think I'm gonna let her know that secretly when I come home from work, I take off all my clothes and leave them all over the floor? Sidebar. I really don't do that. I'm just saying, some of you Negroes is nasty. You see what I'm saying? That's a, that's a real thing. We, a lot of us out here want to be married so bad, we will do whatever it takes to get to that point. And then once I get the ring, all right, all bets are off. And that's why so many marriages fail. Because that's not the attitude that you should be having going into your marriage. I mean... Well, why not? How many times has your mother asked you, why aren't you married yet? When you go to the family reunion or Thanksgiving dinner, we just came from Thanksgiving dinner. How many single folks in the building, their mama or family members, are getting a little older, their eggs is getting a little old. Hey, Jay, when you when you when you gonna get hitched again? What's up? Oh, not right, not like, folks, come on, don't act like folks don't be under pressure, and don't think that pressure doesn't make you question who you are and like, well, what's wrong with me? Why why am I not there? Pressure bus pipes. I mean, if you're going to let what other people think dictate your life, then that's on you. I mean, I mean, I mean but it's, it's real, though. I don't understand. It's what happens. My family is very important to me. I love my family. I value and respect their opinions. But they don't, they would never say anything like that to me. Because they, okay. they know me. They know okay. I'm not okay. getting married to just okay. anybody. Okay, so let's pretend, let's pretend you don't represent every woman in America. Let's pretend this ain't about you. Let's act like we there's a world outside of us, and let's reflect that. Let's keep it real. Then I think, Come yes, on. some people feel the pressure of, you know, society. You're getting up there in age. All your friends are getting married. All your friends are already married. All of the things. Some people feel that, and that dictates what some people do. And then they get into marriages, and then the marriages fail. And that's really on them. Silly rabbit, you shouldn't have let people get you like that. Because at the end of the day, 
that's not a reason to get married. Is, this is, this is, 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 is silly. Is it is it silly for the girl to be married? Is it silly, silly rabbit? No, is no, it no. silly? It's not silly for the girl to be married. It's silly for you to get married because of what society dictates and says. Because you're the one in the marriage. So you want to get married so you can say, woohoo, I'm married and invite everyone to the wedding and all of that. It's all just for show. Then you're going to get in the marriage and not be good because you married somebody you shouldn't have married in the first place. You got married for the wrong reasons. That makes no sense. So I know people do it. So but it's how do we address the fact that there is a feeling where if I'm not married, it, it's a reflection of my self-worth. A lot of folks, you're a Christian woman, right? Did you plan on having kids out of wedlock? No. That's not very Christian-like, is no. it? But no. you want kids, right? Me? I don't know, do you? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> so if, if there are Christian women out here who want kids, but they can't, and they don't want to have them out of wedlock, well, then now we're in a real precarious position, right? Because there's a lot of there's folks out here who really want to have kids. They may not even want to be back, but they really want to have kids. But their religious beliefs and their values have set course for them to only do it while being married. So, okay, so then you're going to get married, not really wanting to be married to that person, but wanting to have a kid. You get married, you have the kid. Now you and your kid miserable in a house because you married to somebody that you didn't want to marry. No, just adopt or something or have a baby out of wedlock. But God you're a Christian. That goes against your values. All Christians sin. It might go against your values, but at the end of the day, like, you want a kid. It's better to have a kid and not get married to have that kid. That's just my opinion. But I also am not. I am a Christian, but God loves me regardless of what I do. We all sin and come short of the glory. So you gonna get mad. you okay with doing this sin, but you don't want to do that sin. It don't work like that. All sin is sin. So whatever you do, the sin and we all do. We all sin. You just got to know that God is going to forgive you of your sins. And then you can be good with that. Not to say you're going to do it because you know you're going to be forgiven, but you don't have to beat yourself up for it or, or worry about being judged for it because God is the, the only judge that you need to be worried about, not other people. And if they so, really rock with you, they wouldn't be judging you like that anyway. Okay. So what does marriage really mean at this point? We've, we've gone over a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. We've gone over and folks, in, in the chat, I, I I feel like you guys are listening intently. Sure. Well, to that. I want to switch gears a little bit anyway. We're going to come back to that. All right, switch But it I up. do want to switch right, gears go. a little bit. So I did a little bit of research and looked up some marriage stats. And these are for the black community. You know, these are marriage stats just for us. And they came from the Journal of Black Blacks in Higher Education. 31% of the black population married. 31%. Okay. Roughly one out of three. Yes. This is nationally. Okay. And 50%, around 50% have never been married. Okay. okay. That's one out of two. Yeah. Okay. So let's start with that stat. And this, I mean, this article is based on like racial gap between marriage rates of races, but I want to talk about why our marriage rate is so low. Daryl asks, what's the age of this stat as of what year 2020 2020 i believe 2023 years old okay all right um one out of every two so basically between the, between me and you one of us will get married or or will be married never been married or never been married 
I'm the or, or, or married, 50%, <laughs> right? Right. We got um, is that bad or good? Which percentage? That, that the, 50% of us have never been married? I don't know. I mean, I don't know about that. I don't think so because I think strong marriages are the key to moving the culture forward. So I don't, I think we need more strong marriages. So no, I want that number to go up. I don't necessarily think it's a good thing i don't i don't think it's a good thing i mean there's nothing wrong with getting married if you don't want to get married but at the same time i do believe the the key to moving the culture forward is strong marriages good people that raised correctly who have you know good jobs and we all know about money and finance and shit like that we didn't know about when we was young so now if we get married and we have kids our kids are going to know about that now we're moving forward because they're going to be buying houses at 22 instead of 42 because they got parents that can tell them what to do and teach them. We're educating each other. The more of us educated people to get together and get married, the better the culture is going to be. So we need more strong marriages. That's so, and, and I feel like we've, we've been doing this since May. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we've done a ton of topics to, to answer the question, why aren't we getting married? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like every other week we could we've done a topic on why folks aren't getting together and getting married. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. So, Track Master asked, "What percentage of that thirty-one percent are actually strong marriages?" Right. That's a very valid question because some people just might just be sticking together, maybe because of the, for finances, maybe for the kids or whatever, but they're not necessarily happy and growing in the marriage. So that's a valid point. Yeah, I would definitely venture out to say that whole 31% is not strong. <laughs> no. And you know what? That is a good question. I remember reading a stat about that we have a, a higher percentage of separated. So not divorcing per se, but like we're separated and we just live separated forever. Yeah. We never officially get divorced. So you got to count that dynamic that group of people too so i think here's the interesting part if i had to do a quick synopsis about marriage over the generations Mm -hmm. right i think the percentage has gone down based on the history of women and what they've been able to get as far as laws and access and and independence right our grandmothers and great-grandmothers did not have the freedom to get jobs credit i mean basically they were second-class citizens at one point in America. So they had to get married to a certain extent. They had to get married. They had to have kids. And when they had kids, they had to stay married. There was no way a woman in the 40s and the 50s could divorce her husband with three kids and go do what? Basically, Dan probably be living on the street. You couldn't You couldn't leave your husband, right? You, they were, the, the laws were not in favor. I think up until 1978, 79, there was a federal law put in that allowed that did not allow discrimination against women in the workplace meaning i I could literally hire i didn't have to hire you because you were a woman that that's just 40 years old yeah you know that's wild so over over a period of time women have gained a lot more independence they're getting much more educated they're opening up more businesses and in that spirit it's like well i don't have to hitch myself to a man and i always and to a certain extent if one of the main things that a man is supposed to be able to provide is security and, and, and a lot of that security is based on money. Well, if you're already able to do that for yourself, what do you need me for? I mean, there there's probably less of a pressing need to do that. You know what I'm saying? But you still like, if, if I 
because the way I look at it is it if I can handle if I'm independent if I can handle everything myself I've got a good job I've got a good career whatever I'm paying all my own bills I'm doing what I want to do and now I'm dating a man who's at that level or higher then what can't we get accomplished together it's interesting that you said something though you said at that level or higher yeah why can't it just be a man I want a man at that level or higher. It can't just be a man, just not for me. Right. So now it's statistically known that right now women are outgaining men in many categories. Degrees, businesses, you're catching up in income. If you're outpacing us in those areas, then your pool of men that are going to be at your level or higher is naturally going to be smaller. That's the chances of you meeting that guy that you want to get married to is going to decrease. I agree with that. So as so as that pool decreases, then you're going to have a lot of women start to fall back down in their expectations and what they want because the the priority for them is to get they want to get married. They that is a goal. They they have to get married. And then you'll have the woman that's still going to be like I can hold out and wait for what I want to come along because I don't have to be married. I'm going to live the life that I want to live regardless. So the marriage thing is just now I got somebody that's in alignment with me, that's like me, that wants to share their life with me, then we can make that happen. But it's not necessary. But does that person that you're talking about have to make the same amount of money as you or have the same number of degrees as you? Not the same. Degrees don't matter. I'm just saying, I mean, education level kind of equals increase in income. I agree with that. But he's, if he's at my level or above, he's probably graduated from college and he's making a certain right, that's, amount of money. That's my point. Does that man have to be, from your previous statement, does that man have to be at those levels in order to achieve what you just said? Not so much the education part, but financially, yes. But that's just what I want. So I you're willing to sell it for a D-boy? Because <laughs> if you think, ain't, ain't too many, ain't too many non-degree men out here gonna make the type of money that you are making at your level i agree with that i'm pretty sure that my husband will be degreed he doesn't have to be degreed but i'm pretty sure he will be degreed my point is is that you see where we're at right now yeah this conversation right here kind of reflects to me why only 50 percent of our community is married mm -hmm. and, and i think that might be a stretch you, you think what but I'm saying, I think that I think we're really getting to the point where we're answering our own question, and but we're not willing to do something about it, right? Like at some point, I don't think that it's lowering your standards to be like, yo, this man doesn't make as much as me, but he treats me good. He treats me like a queen, like Mr. Gar said. Like, yo, he treats me right. He has goals. He has values. He's a Christian man. He does all the things. He checks a lot of the boxes. I hate you saying that, but he, he does all the things, but he just doesn't make as much money as me. You're going to pass that man up? No, to answer her question, not necessarily. I have not come across the, a man that treats me like a queen and makes less money than me. So I can't say. I'm not okay, going to so say. Okay, so let's say you do, though. Let's, then let's know what you do. You, you met a man that does all those things, but doesn't make as much money. Okay, so then it's, it's going to be how aligned are we like okay we're not you don't make as much money than me but here's how i want to live and here's what i'm trying to accomplish and then you tell me and now we got to see if we can get on the same page 
And then it's okay that you don't make a, as much money as me because we've talked about it and we're on the same page about how we're going to move and grow together. So, no, I'm not going to say I'm limiting myself to someone that has to make more money than me. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is what I want. Right. Because if a man, right. man is making more money than me, in my opinion, he can teach me some things. And that's, I want a man that can teach me some things. That's just how right, I feel. But just because a man makes more money, that doesn't mean he's smart. I, I, I didn't be, say that. First of all, or, or I would be able to teach you something. A man that, uh, there could be men that don't make as much money as you that can teach you a ton of things. I'm not saying, I am saying what Carolyn wants because Carolyn wants what Carolyn has. That's, I hear that's you. Me. I hear, but Carolyn, I hear mm -hmm. you. But you, you're, what you just said is, a man that makes more money will be able to teach me blah, blah, blah. That's what you just said. What uh -huh. I'm saying is that there are men out here that may not make as much money as you that can still do the same. And I agree 100%. So I, if I have to pick between the two, I'm going to pick the man that makes the most money. Well, it is what it is. But, like, you know, but, but we're, I've already stated statistically that that group of men is a very small group right now. I so if that. you had to, if there was one thing you had to kind of negotiate on, like if you got a man that's doing all the things and he just doesn't do that, could you negotiate and say, you know what, fuck it, I can roll with this guy because he is teaching me things. He's doing this, he's doing that, he's doing it. He just doesn't make as much money as me. Absolutely. Because, again, we're going to be getting in alignment with what it means as far as accomplishing the things that we're trying to accomplish. And I hope wholeheartedly believe that me and my man are going to be millionaires and so i'm not too worried about the money right now oh, you, because you really are focusing on this money thing a lot because i, I really like kinda... want to live a certain lifestyle let me tell you something i want to live a certain lifestyle this kentucky game is coming up i want floor seats not because Ooh, I want floor seats, but because I want to watch from the freaking floor, my team in a big game. You're the same thing. Not because I want floor seats, but because I want floor seats. In the no, game. but you have those people that want floor seats and want to post it all on Instagram and shit to say, "Ooh, look at me, I got floor seats." The same reason why they like to pop pop bottles and show off. What's not about that? I love the game. I love that team. I've never had floor seats to a Kentucky game. It's about an experience that so, I want. I like experiences. So now, you can't buy the tickets yourself? I can't buy the tickets myself. But the, the example that I was making for that was that I like nice things. Once you've been exposed to certain things and certain lifestyle, you, you're like, I like living like that. Right. Like and, if you, like and, that. and as most of you women say, I can buy all those things for myself, right? So if you have a man... And it's all about the experiences, and he's doing all the things, but he doesn't make as much money as you. Why not buy two? I've done, I've done something like that. Let me tell you about that. There's an issue with out earning your man, and I'm not trying to make this about money, but that's where it keeps going with this. So you keep No, I am telling you my preference. I am telling you my preference. My preference is to have a man that makes more money than me. Right. That's my preference. Right, but what I'm saying is that, Carolyn, you got to understand what you say and what you don't say are just as important. What you're saying is is that money is important because that's your, that you're coming off, but that's your number one preference. It is important. The other things are, right, it's your number one preference. No, that, and there's nothing not wrong with it, but that's how it's coming oh. off. Okay.
Well, I'm sorry if it comes off that way, but... Sorry, <laughs> but you can't be mad that we're discussing your number one preference. Yeah. No, it's not my number one preference. There are other things more important than that. We just have to be in alignment. I can't... I have explained that. I know what I like, and I want a man that likes those same things. The My husband, the person for me, is going to like moving a certain way, just like I like moving a certain way. Right. They're going to like getting floor tickets to games, just like I like floor but tickets. But does that, 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 that... I can get floor tickets. That doesn't mean I make more money than you. Okay, well, as long as you can get floor tickets, we good. Any man that can get me floor tickets to a Kentucky game... You must be my husband. That's how I feel about that. Hey, you heard it here. <laughs> you, you, you heard, you heard it, fellas. You got to be my husband. <laughs> you, you heard it here. She's single and looking for floor seats. If you can get them floor seats, you got a wife. <laughs> Let me bring Camille up. I'm sorry, Camille been waiting patiently. Hey, boo. Hi. How's it going, Dad? Happy holidays, darling. Happy holidays, love. I really just wanted to hop up in your business for a second. How's everybody doing? Everybody's doing great. What's going on? All right, so I done caught on. I done hopped in on a couple of different things. I feel like a couple things, right? I just want to add my little three cents. Mm -hmm. I wanted to say this. First and foremost, I want everyone to recognize that God's leadership should always be at the forefront of whatever relationship. God gonna make the money happen, regardless, right? I don't think... I think, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, I think one of the th things that matters or the reason why money keeps coming up is because it's such a thing with men, right? Men, like, are so, a lot of times, char is either they're charged by the money that they make or they're insecure of the money that they're lacking, mm -hmm. right? And when a woman mm -hmm. makes more money, it becomes a thing. So as a woman... It's like, well, I want a man to make more money so that he's not insecure about the money that I make, mm -hmm. right? Because it's not my fault I make the kind of money I make, okay. right? Like, I get that men are or traditionally meant to be providers. But I think that a lot of time, money always comes up because it's a part of divorce. You know, money is usually, it's either the money that comes with divorce, you know, when women have babies and the attention that they're not giving to their men now because of, you know, having to cater to this child while also having, there's so many more layers and, and elements that come with, with partnership and then the things that we want. And a lot of times, you know, either people are looking for 50-50, you know, it's like, okay, well, I'm looking for my other half. No, honey, you got to come 100%, you know, and if my 100% comes with me making a good bag, then naturally, you know, I want to, yeah, you know, marriage, marriage for me, it doesn't just mean stability. It means that we are committed to one another. We've done the work to understand that we have the same values. We have the same morals. You know, as my husband, you're going to be a great provider and a great father. As my wife, you're going to be a phenomenal mother. You're going to raise our kids. In America, we don't get the type of maternity leave and things like that that other places get. And so with the little four to eight weeks that you get with your kid, you know, be financially stable enough to say, hey, you know, or or even like financially, you know, mindset wise, hey, before we have kids, let's stack this bread so I can take a year off of work to make sure we have my money saved. And so it's so much more than just, oh, what what money a man makes, right? Mm -hmm. What money a woman makes, I think. That's just this is my little opinion and too many times
times, especially nowadays. I remember back in the day, like men could have two families in the same neighborhood, but the women didn't work. Mm. And so when men be like, you know, like if a bitch gonna get cheated on, he gonna be by a man who can have all these kids and take care of all the households. And the funny part is, I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine today about how it's so many thirsty, desperate ass females that will allow men do that because not all men categorize in the same, you know, it will allow men to be a certain type of way. So in my opinion, whether he's a D boy or he's a this or or a that or whatever the case may be, if we are in alignment, like you said, mentally, it don't really matter what you do. What are our goals? What are we going to do down the line? Like if you ain't trying to be a D boy for the rest of your life, honey, I know about handling and helping you mean so look at what do you need? I'm a smart person. So we can clean the money and do whatever we need to do. <laughs> you know, we can make we can make it shape. Yeah. But the thing is is like, I need you to see me as much as you need to be seen. I need you to hear me the same way you want to be heard. And if you don't know how to do that, that's okay. But do you know how to be a part of a team? Yeah, you know, because businesses do not function off of one solo person as in a lot of men, they want to like, oh, I want to be the leader. I'm going to be the leader. And that's fine. But do you know how to lead a team? Yeah. If yeah. you want me on your team, how do we make that shit shake? Right. What is my role? How does all of that stuff come together? Yeah. You know, it can't because I don't mind leadership. You don't got to make more money than me, baby. We could we could figure it out. I'm sorry. I mean, no, to cut you off, no, but no, I, no, I, I want to address something you said. Like the thing about when, when a, as a woman, you out on a man, mm. you said that it plays into their insecurities. And that's it true. It, yeah, it, I it, I've, I've seen that in my relationships. I'm not saying I want a man that out earns me because I want Louis back. Right. I have experience. I have dated men who made uh, less 100%. money. Than me. And right. in my experiences, they were always insecure. And when you're in a relationship with an insecure man, you're going to start to not respect him because he's moving mm -hmm. in very insecure mm -hmm. ways. And, mm -hmm. it speaking, so and his kids are coming issues. out. And you're just mm -hmm. doing you. Mm -hmm. Like she said, my, my money is making you feel insecure. I don't got nothing to do with it. Because right. I'm not going to stop making right. money. So hey. why would I date? So it's like, I think when men make less than who they're dating with, they don't feel like a man and it shows. Right. And so mm -hmm. I can't treat you like a and man. Not in, so we're not going to work. Cases. I'm not going to say that's the case in all no, cases. No, not in all cases. Yeah, but in but my there, experience. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it's I think it's just a very common experience. Mm -hmm. You know. Let me ask y'all something. Let me mm -hmm. ask y'all something. I don't mean to interrupt. Say like you couldn't have kids. Uh -huh. Say like you found out in a marriage you couldn't have kids. Mm -hmm. How would you feel? Couldn't have kids. Yeah. yeah, I can't even answer that because I have a child, so I don't, I can't say, I can, I can tell you this, there was a point in time where I thought I couldn't have kids, right? How Before, make you feel? It didn't really make me feel any type of way, to be honest. I think like people, I mean, for me personally, just speaking, like, I'm a, move, I'm a mover and a shaker. I pivot, right? Like, innovative. Like, something happens, like, I'm quick to, you know, I'm a fast responder. Yeah. So, I think, like, you know, I trust God's work period point blank you know it ain't gonna make me feel no type of way because i trust god mm, all day all come on. day every day all day so let me day. add on to that question i i'm getting with you like, here's the scenario get with you and one of the main reasons why i got with you because we both want to have kids mm -hmm. and i get with you and that's one of the main things i really really want mm -hmm. come to find out you can't have kids Mm -hmm. Right. How do, mm -hmm. Well, as long as you don't treat me like shit, they're surrogates. The way the, with the way the technology. Is. I don't want somebody else's kid. I want to share. Having a surrogate doesn't mean that it won't be your child. You would have my egg, and it would be your sperm, and it would be our child. And However, what if that doesn't work? 
Well then, honey, that's your choice. And if you don't want to be with that's me, that's not a reason, choice. It's well, it just didn't work. That's not a choice. I, okay, but I'm saying if it's your choice to not move forward with me because I can't naturally carry our child I didn't say for me. Say that. I didn't say that. You rushed. I'm asking you, how would you feel? I don't speak on things that I can't okay, speak can, on. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't how would you feel? Because it's the, it, it, I, I, here's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. We're quick to talk about men and them being insecure about money at the third because that's something that we are are groomed to have to mm -hmm. be able to do as mm -hmm. men. We all of a sudden can't think about what if I'm not being able to provide or have children. All of a sudden, we can't pontificate or have conversation on how you feel if you weren't able to do that. There was a situation, and it, and it, and it happens all the time, actually, where mm -hmm. a woman can't have a child, and she feels like she can't give this man something that he really wants, and she, she may feel like, how, how would you feel if you weren't able to do that? Like, how would that interaction go? Because... It's, it, and I'm getting to a point, but I just want to hear if, if you're able to answer that question. I would imagine that it would be no different than anything else that you were hoping for mm. and then you had a setback mm. with, right? Mm -hmm. You knew you, I wanted this thing, thought I was going to get this thing, and now right. there's been a setback. You're going to be disappointed. You're going to be hurt. You're probably, as the woman, sure. are going to feel like you let your husband down. You're going to feel bad about yourself. Of I, however, yeah. however, like... Camille said, you got to pivot. Okay, we, this was a set. What's the solution? Just like mm -hmm. anything else, but we still won't get it done if that's what we really want. Just like anything Boom, else. Hold on, hold fast, hold fast. I love that answer. Mm -hmm. Man, I don't make as much money as you. Why can't we take that same attitude when it comes to finances? I think we, well, I think... I was agreeing with you. I think that we can make it happen. I wasn't saying that you couldn't. Right, no, I'm talking, but again, it talking goes about with the fact that it's, it's, it, because again, I'm just going off the fact that mm -hmm. it's what you want as far as wanting somebody who makes money. And this is for anybody also. But your requirements to have a man because of insecurities that he may have, why not figure out, why not take that same attitude and say, you, you know what? Mm -hmm. We can make it do, we're going to make it do what it do. Right? Let's we'll make this happen. No matter what, how much money you make, how much money I make, we gonna make this happen and make this work. Why not have that same attitude? I'm not saying that I, I can't have that same attitude. I prefer a man that makes more money than me. That's what I prefer. Be because, yeah. because because of your experience of a man mm -hmm. being insecure. Not just because of that, just because we can also combine incomes, and that's a really good thing. Do a lot more. If a man making mm -hmm. as, as much as me or more than me, we we could do a lot, like she said. So, yes. Right, but you could that. do a lot with a man that makes less than you, too. You, it's possible. Again, you're getting hung up. It's a preference for me. I can prefer whatever I want. You might prefer. I'm not saying woman. you can't. What you I'm saying is women. that, what I'm saying is that, it's it, it's a double standard. It's hey, let's work it out because I can't have you know you don't make if you don't make enough money. It's that's not what I said. I would be open to work things out. Money does fluctuate. You can come and go. What if we're in a marriage and you lose your job? Exactly. And we we did me and you did get married and you did make more than me and now you don't because you lost your job. So yeah, you got to You're gonna have setbacks in the relationship. Here's the thing. But here's the thing. Even with that, girl, people who have the same. Mindset of you know whatever when it comes to finances, even before something like that would have happened, a setback, if you will, 
y'all usually got a savings. Most people have a savings so many months in advance. So again, like um, Natasha said, a lot of these things that we touching on, you know, maybe some people just not doing their due diligence and having conversations early in the relationship. Right. You know, what, what are your views on finances? What is your savings? You know, what is your credit? Like some people be afraid to talk about that because they not there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I don't think that's anything to be afraid of. It's just one of those things that, you know, same like what you talked about, Jay, with having kids and things like that. That's something that should be discussed. You know? Okay, do you know if you're fertile? Have you ever been pregnant before? Can you have, you know, and if that's something that makes somebody uncomfortable, I think you would see that earlier in the relationship and in the dynamic, and that would be your choice to make an educated decision. Is this somebody who I want to try to admit to for me? That's your choice. Like, that's, I mean, that that could be a preference for you and there's nothing wrong with that. I do agree that if someone were to find out they can't have kids or something like that, that may provoke some insecurities. But just assuming a woman can have children because she's a woman, one thing that is a natural thing that a woman should be able to do. Being able to provide as a man, that's a, like a skill. Like, you have to have a job. Like, that's something you got to go out and get a job. You got to go out and like get some money. That's not a natural innate thing. I can't go to go to the clinic and be like, Hey, make me be able to have a baby and then I got to maintain it. It's a natural thing I should be able to do. Just like making money. I just don't feel like making money is a natural thing. That's something that you have to go to school. You got to get groomed. You got to, that is a condition. And nowadays, there's stay-at-home dads. Not everybody's providing, you know, financially. Yeah. Some women are out here marrying men who stay home with the kids and have a little bit more of a nurturing side. And that, that's a thing too. So I think as opposed to getting caught up and hung up on what's supposed to be, I don't think what's supposed to be is a real thing. There's no such thing as supposed to be. I think life is what you make it. Life is your choices, what you want, and that's what you do. Like I, agree. I don't and I think, think it's it, I don't think it's so black and white these days. It's definitely not black and white, to your point. And that's what I'll say that why to me alignment is so important when you're talking mm -hmm. about a marriage because like it's what works for you too because you guys are in line in what you're trying to do or how you're mm -hmm. trying to live and what you're kind of mm -hmm. trying to accomplish together right mm -hmm. and if you are not if you don't have that alignment because you haven't had those conversations and had that communication then that's when you're going to get yourself probably in a sticky situation where you mm -hmm. are not happy in your relationship right. I, I, it's just the fact that you have to understand when we communicate certain things and we mean it here certain things right if, if we hearing that, if the population, right, if where we're at now, women are making more money than women are making more money than men, and those women are saying, "Hey, I need a man that makes more money than me." I, now, and, but we're also saying in the same breath that we want to be married. Subsequent. Listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing about our capitalistic society, right? Somebody's going to drive the car, and somebody's going to wash the windows. We're all not going to be able to make six figures. That's just what the shit is right mm -hmm. i love to be a t if i'm a teacher and i love being a teacher mm -hmm. outside of the dc area it's gonna be hard for me to make six figures just saying but if that, <laughs> but i'm just saying just, just if i love I being know. a teacher that's my thing or i love mm -hmm. being a fireman or i love being a cop right mm -hmm. those are professions where it's hard to get to six figures mm -hmm. right? it's just mm -hmm. that's just what it is but i love what i do right, right? I, should i be penalized for that should I not go after the woman that makes more money than me? 